0: No, for real, let's get right into it. There's a, lot, there's a lot to unpack today. It sure is. It's been a hell of a 48 hours since we last talked with, with Tyler a couple, uh, more like 72 hours, a few days ago. Yep. Quick rundown. Celtics RIP, season's over. Mm-hmm. NBA finals started. Um, Titans have been working from home. Yep. Uh, and Kyrie Irving spoke publicly.
1: There was also, um, I, I don't know, two relatively unknown guys went on TV and I guess had a, a pleasant conversation, agreeing on a lot of stuff.
0: Um, there was a Strictly debate. agreeing on everything. There was a debate, and boy, was it debatable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of how it turned out. But we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that later. I certainly have some thoughts there um, on debates in general. Not necessarily on those two. But uh, we said it on the previous episode. Shout out forty five our 45th episode, and yeah. ironically enough, 45th president of the United States. But let's start here. Let's start with the Celtics. So if you've been following us for a while, pretty clear we're Celtics fans. Celtics homers. I don't know, Celtics homers, but I think, I think we've been pretty Celtics realists this whole time as well. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, uh, as you probably saw on the news, or if you just watched the game, Celtics are out. Heat won the East. Any quick quick takeaways from the departure of our beloved Boston Celtics in the twenty twenty season? Uh,
1: I mean that Miami team was was a lot better than I expected. I don't think that they're getting they are good. proper credit They're for tough.
0: That.
1: But they're tough. But they did they... get worked in game one by the Lakers,
0: so they did. I think they're gonna lose in four or five. Um yeah. probably five. The Lakers will I think after that game, and we can talk about this a little bit later, but I think both teams know who's going to win the series. So I, I think if LA wanted to not take a game off, but I, I think they'll I think it'll go like, I think it'll go like including game one Lakers Lakers Heat Lakers Lakers or Lakers Heat Lakers. Um, but I don't know. Whatever. Uh, we'll we'll see. I mean,
1: they're it, definitely going to win
0: four games before the Heat do. I know that. Whoever, gets, whoever wins the fourth game first is going to take the series. I'll say oh. that, 100%. Are there odds on that? Yeah, they're minus infinity. Minus, okay. It says minus DM for details. So I don't know. I don't know what that means, but we'll see. No, I, I don't know. Bold take, hot take, but we'll see. Um, before we go too, uh, too much into Lakers, there's some other, there's other, some other stuff. Involving that team, involving mm. players on the Lakers, we want to touch on as well. But Oh, yes. I know you put some deep thought into your recollections on the Celtics season. I did. I think you should share with our, uh, our listeners.
1: I did. Uh, I'll lead it up with this. Have you seen, <clears throat> maybe the listeners have seen, but have you seen since the NFL season started, they came out with that Doritos commercial that for some strange reason, even though Halloween's coming up, mm. they, <laughs> the Doritos commercial is done in the, in like the "Twas the Night Before Christmas" poem, you seen that with like Marshawn, Grom Oh yeah, 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 R- yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. It makes no sense,
1: I, yeah. but no, it's very good st- commercial.
0: Excuse me, very stupid.
1: Um, so they reached out to me, and <laughs> um, you know, here I go. This is these are my well thought out thoughts on the Celtic season. Right. So here we go. <laughs> I might have a hard time getting through this because I haven't read it out loud. I just finished writing this like 10 minutes ago. Twas the NBA season for your Boston Celtics. We were done with Kyrie. That guy was so selfish. Hayward was handled by the doctors with care, hoping Larry O'Brien soon would be there. Terry was traded. We sent him to Charlotte, while visions of Kemba turned the tip of my penis scarlet. Brad with his clipboard, the fans in their seats. We were ready to watch the green team compete. As the months rolled on, the critics stayed polite. They said it was too early, though. The timing wasn't right. The Jays were improving. The locker room was great. Grant Williams was born in 1998. When midseason came, it was time to persuade them. There was a bulge in my pants. He was named Jason Tatum. He'd pull up from three and drive to the basket. Was he taking the next step? Did we even have to ask it? But let's pay tribute to one of his idols. We lost the Black Mamba, Mr. Bryant of five titles. Back to the fun stuff. Our star had arrived. With Kemba's leadership, the young guys could thrive. But then in early March, there arose such a clatter. In Utah, of all places, we asked, What's the matter? It was Rudy Gobert and his European ways, having sex with the microphones under the media's gaze. Very shortly thereafter, the season was suspended. Corona had struck. Could this be how it ended? We ran to the stores looking for toilet paper. I missed my Celtics coverage. Shout out to Kyle Draper. But have no fear. Five months we awaited. The league would resume and I masturbated. But what to my my wondering eyes did appear? A Gordon Hayward injury. I think we've been here. With a hobble off the court and an exit from the bubble, I knew in a moment this could be trouble. More rapid than Eagles, the playoff series came. Coach Stevens believed, and he yelled them out by name. Now Kemba, now Marcus, now Jalen and Jason. On defense, we switch. On offense, we're spacing. To the top of the arc. To the corner for three. Now get back, get back, get back on D. We dispatched a filly, and that was a must, proving there was really no process to trust. But then came Toronto and Kyle Lowry's bitching. It took seven games, and it wasn't convincing. We were up 2-0 and headed for a sweep. Then they hit a buzzer beater, and things became bleak. They pushed us to the brink. Every game was so stressful, but we would prevail, and the victory felt sexual. On to Miami and Jimmy Butler's heatles, who proved to be too much, like haystacks around needles. A hustle play here, a a zone defense there, quickly gave green teamers a look of despair. The guys went iso, and Stevens was outcoached. He got cooked like an egg, whether scrambled or poached. And now we're stuck watching the Lakers in heat. Not exactly a series that makes me want to beat my meat. But if I can assure you of only one thing, this team will be back. And maybe soon with a ring.
0: That was fantastic. Thank you. That was one of the better things I've ever heard in my entire life.
1: That was... uh... I've
0: heard a lot in my time. Yeah. Two years... (laughs) Several things have gone in them. Yep, in and out. Um, I couldn't have said it better myself. It was a very, <laughs> very interesting season. It. Yes, um, glad you shared it with our listeners. Um, <laughs> very interesting season. Very interesting postseason. Do you consider it a dis- disappointment? Are you disappointed?
1: That's such like a like a a double edged sword or a double e- oh double edged something else, but. Mm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if, obviously, if you said disappointment before, before the playoffs started, if you said Celtics get to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose in six, you would have been like, yeah. oh, shit. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, th- yeah, they'll lose to Giannis in six. I can deal with that. Right. But you lose to the
0: Heat. Tyler Hero? Yeah. Tyler who? Duncan fucking Granite oh, State what? Robinson. Yep. The Admiral. Admiral Junior. not great um but it it's interesting because it's like okay like if that's a disappointment then what are the expect the expectations as finals every year you got within one game of the finals two games with the finals and honestly i don't think the eastern conference finals were that this the scores were pretty close but i don't i don't think it was very competitive like i think they got their ass kicked the whole time yeah they never looked like the better team the Heat were always in control from start always, to finish, dude. From tip to, tip to balls. Yeah, always, bro. And now it's like, it's definitely not a good look if they get, you know, if they get smacked in the finals too. Not off to a great start, if, if that's no. the argument. But I don't know. I think, um, I don't know. I don't want to dive too deep into it. It kind of is what it is. You know, we got other stuff to talk about. I mean, they'll, they'll handle their business in the offseason. They'll make a move here or there. I guess, what's the big only real question mark Hayward, maybe what he's going to do with an option and then go from there.
1: Yeah. uh, A lot of people have already come out and said that he's, he's going to take it. He's going to opt in. Mm. Okay. So I don't know that this team is going to look
0: that much different. I don't either. Who else is a free agent? Anyone that's notable? I don't think so. Me neither. What news I saw today
1: was that Danny thinks, well, he thinks like confidently enough to say it out in public
0: that, uh, that Tatum's going to be here yeah, for I a long that. time. Which is interesting. I saw that. What's his contract? Is he still on his rookie deal? Yep. Hmm. What did Kemba sign? Do you remember?
1: Four or he was a a trader, Oh, really? No, is he a trader or a sign? Either way, whatever it was, like the yeah, yeah. the contract ended up being four for I
0: understand. Um, I think okay. he was technically so traded up.
1: for Terry, though.
0: Me too. Okay, but he's locked up. Um, Jalen should come up for a contract before Tatum, right? Or did he already sign an extension?
1: He already signed it before this year. That's right. uh, Danny got him on a steal.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, Tatum is – this is Tatum's contract year then coming up.
1: Yep. So, that's why they're going to try to sign him before the season.
0: I would be interested in watching Jason Tatum play during a contract year, personally. Um, Or if they lock him up before. I'm fine with that. So, anyway, moving on. Are we ready to break the news on a certain individual? Oh, yeah. You ready? Two is new this, colors to welcome to this podcast. I don't even know how I want to frame this, but I think I'm officially, we're officially, this podcast, between, at least between now and the end of the regular season, maybe now until the end of next season, this is an official LeBron podcast now. Mm-hmm. We're officially LeBron guys. Purchased bandwagon wagon pod- tickets. Podcast. We're on, boarding, ready to go. And... I feel great about it. So far, it's been, it's been good. LeBron Dude, Nation's fucking, been pretty welcoming. Um, we've had a lot of LeBron, Team LeBron on the show lately, actually, between Dragonfly and LeJethro and Josiah and whoever else. Yep. They're, I like it here. I certainly do. It feels it's good. It, it feels, feels good to be home finally. I think I belong.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, strive for greatness, obviously. Year 17.
0: Mm-hmm. The Washington King. Yep. Favorite <laughs> one. Favorite one. Um, I actually, I actually blew up and got a, a mural of that photograph of him sitting after the Western conference finals, wearing his hat, looking rather upset, just sitting on the floor. So I knocked down the wall upstairs and I just put that mural on instead. It looks terrible, go. but it's well worth it. Um, I called my realtor and she said, this was an incredibly poor financial decision as far as resale value goes, but. I didn't understand why. But anyway, anyway, it's there. It looks great. Um I took it a step further. Yeah. yeah.
1: I I adopted a, a child named LeBron.
0: I adopted a child named James. Um close enough. I mean, Perfect. I don't know. Yeah, between the two of them, we're mm-hmm. LeBron James guys. <laughs> but no, I mean, <laughs> they're literally seriously.
1: LeBron James guys.
0: Yes, in fact, they are. Um <laughs> But I don't know. I mean, We've always respected LeBron on the show. Yeah. I feel like we've talked a lot about him. Obviously, it's hard not to. I just can't, I just can't do it anymore. Like In all seriousness, I can't keep going through like, the Twitter timeline and just seeing this guy get attacked from every possible angle. He yeah. doesn't do enough. He, he talks all this talk about equality and doing this. What is he actually doing? Oh, I don't know. He started a fucking school um he does everything (laughs) in like three different communities yeah uh he put cleveland literally on the map uh what else outside of winning championships he's taken arguably some of the worst rosters to the finals i saw i saw a ton for uh, his home state no shit dude it's like i saw something go oh i'm sorry he posts on social media him coaching his fucking kids on the weekend yeah uh he's not out cheating on his wife or getting getting in drug and gun charges you, you forget he uh, did he did celebrate once when
1: uh his kid had like a nice play in, in one of those games that was a, he had uh, that lebron was a attended as a, a parent and a fan of the game mm-hmm. how how dare he get on the the court
0: Some celebrating balls. a good play balls on that guy to pull a stunt like that the fucking spalding's on that guy have seriously bro have you been on today it's like one of them today, I think it was Skip, who's just gone off his rocker. I used to like Skip Bayless. Now it's just – we talk about this all the time, but these guys are just so laser-focused on certain takes. He must – Skip Bayless has the hardest job in America. He has to constantly go to sleep and wake up finding different ways to hate on potentially, arguably, at this point in his career, one of the hardest people to genuinely like, discredit or like talk bad about. Yeah. The stuff with the decision, all that stuff is way too far in the past to even folk. Like that's not even a thing anymore. Plus, plus, that doesn't even look that bad anymore. You know, now that we talk about no. things like Kevin Durant, like that's just he was a free agent and he happened to announce his next career decision on live television. Whatever, not the end of the world. Um, but I don't know. It's like I'm just ready to accept it. I want. I hope it does sucky plays for the Lakers. I'll say that as a Celtics fan. But yeah. I'm going to be pissed if somehow he if if the Heat win this year. I'm going to be pissed because this guy is just too generationally talented to have a, a 3 and 7 finals record. It's just it just doesn't it's just not right. Part of me, like a
1: small part of me is um, against the heat, the Heat like part of the uh, small reason why I don't want the Heat to win is just cuz I'm like this is fucking Jimmy Butler I and stink. like Two yeah. white guys that can shoot really well. I don't I don't want those guys to win. No, um, I don't and either. A, and there's, like, the, the play on Tatum, the dunk on Tatum. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. the block on Tatum by Bam. I'm like, anything to get that play further from, like, people's brains. Maybe but, yeah. Mattering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm 100% rooting for the Lakers. And I'm like, I didn't give a shit at this point. Like, yeah, you can be. No, I really don't. I could, I can be a fan of them for now, at least temporarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um like, I still like watching Rondo. He's a super, he's mm-hmm. a complete dickhead mm-hmm. from all accounts, mm-hmm. but I, I still like watching him play. Um, sure. I, I like watching LeBron play and part of it is just like, I've, I've like wanted to deny this for so long, but mm-hmm. after the Celtics, the Lakers have the best jersey in the NBA. It's like, up there. Classics. It's a classic one.
0: I agree. The I yellows
1: agree. are sick, yep. and then the purple. I wish they just went. They almost brought back the purple exactly, but then they put the the like black panels on the sides. Yeah, it's weird like that, that they decided to go with a like modern touch all. when when the gold ones they just went with the original ones. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, fucking. And I like. How, I like how
0: they've been wearing. They've been wearing the higher shorts too. The Lakers yeah. as a team that that looks sick. Yeah. It, it does. It's very – like we talk about all the time about like stuff coming back like his retro fashion. That, that looks sick now at this point, um, yep. especially with Braun. He, he, just, he, looks, he looks good as a Laker. Um, and yep. that is a fun team to watch. Like, I mean, I don't think he even mentioned Anthony Davis, but Anthony Davis is a fucking monster. And I said this too. I'm definitely ready to say this. Anthony Davis and LeBron James are, I think, without a doubt, his best duo like he's played with over his career. Like they would wipe the floor with LeBron and, and Dwayne Wade, I think, back in those Heatles days. And LeBron, I think, was better back then. Yeah. But, and so, and Wade Wade was great too. But, and then Ky- Kyrie and LeBron was great, but whatever. LeBron and AD is a problem. Like when yeah. the, those guys are clicking like they were last night, pretty much this whole playoffs, that's a problem. Cause that roster around them really isn't very good at all. <laughs> like, I don't know, Who do you consider the third best player on the Lakers? I think it's KCP. KCP. Yeah, <laughs> Which that's is not hilarious. great. <laughs> no, who's balling is Alex Caruso. He he can play, like he's not yeah. a joke. He looks yeah. like a joke, but he's not. Boy, like, he that guy is not invited to the hair havers ball. Mm-mm. Hell no. That's that's a guy like, and I don't mean to, you know, stereotype or you know anything like that, but. If I saw that guy in the street, I would not assume he played for the Los Angeles. I, I would not assume he was employed by the Los Angeles Lakers. No, I would assume he was employed by like Hannaford Supermarkets or like I some sort of Proud like Boys. logistics company. Mm-hmm. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Maybe he
1: does. I don't, kinda, I don't know. He looks like American History X.
0: Yeah, American History C. <laughs> um nah man he's playing he can pass he can he can move the ball he can he can hold his own on the court with lebron james anthony davis not many best, people can do that on, honestly one of the best parts that comes out of like
1: us being lakers fans is uh following I'm twitter after he makes i don't big... know if i'm
0: a lakers fan i'm a lebron fan yeah i'm a lebron but i fan. guess you know what i mean that's not clinging lakers. on to a player it's 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 temporary yeah. Like, when LeBron's done, I don't need to cheer for the Lakers. Like, we're both Kobe no. guys. Yeah. I didn't root for the Lakers between Kobe and LeBron. right? And even last year, LeBron. But I know what you mean. But yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say that one of
1: the funnest things about following Twitter during um, a Lakers game is anytime mm-hmm. that Caruso does something good, it's there's crazy. immediately the funniest memes. Mm-hmm. It'll be Very like him jumping from the free throw line. Him, like, I don't know, fucking...
0: Scaling a tall building. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the Caruso.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, even just like the, I was thinking I had a thought earlier today too, just that like NBA duos in general, there's been a a big narrative this year has been NBA duos. It's kind of like the new big three. Um, it's like LeBron and AD all the talk for like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, even before the playoff series Harden and Westbrook. I don't know how else you would throw in there locally, maybe Tatum and Brown. Um, who else? Uh, those are like the bigger names, I guess. Um, Simmons and Embiid. Some people say it, it. It's not even close. There's, there's no one even close to LeBron and AD in, in what they're doing as, as a tandem, in oh. as first-year teammates. Is crazy. Like they are. That's why I said they're not. If they want to, they can sweep this series easily, yeah. easily. Like even last night. Like even last night, Heat had an early. I think it was like up to ten, almost fifteen point lead. They erase that and then they're up thirty at one point, and then they just get to the end of the game. That I, I see I can see every game going like that if they want to. Especially yeah. with no home court traveling back and forth. There's Uh-oh. really no excuse for that not to happen.
1: Pull out the broomsticks. <laughs> Kid, broom, broomsticks. Sticks, broom broom bristles in asses for sure. Yeah,
0: sir. Um
1: I think A D might be the first of his kind in terms of how athletic he is as a center. Who can like who can, can I, do I anything. think that phrase like like, make your own shot. Yeah. Is typically, something that I think of for a wing player or more mm-hmm. like a LeBron. He can play but iso usually, basketball. Yeah. Usually, you can't say that footer. for a center. No. And this guy's like, <laughs> dude, I think of like Dave Chappelle being, being, uh, Prince playing basketball. He's yeah. just doing like stupid dribble moves. Yep. And it's like, this shouldn't work. This guy's no. seven feet tall. I don't mm-hmm. know, 250. Yeah. And he, one buried, eyebrow. Game winning three. Yeah. One single eyebrow. <laughs> Barry, the game-winning three um, in that game against the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine that play. I tweeted this. Imagine that play being called in the 90s for, like, Patrick. Patrick Ewing? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> like, hey, Patrick, yeah, run, yeah. Around the, run around this uh, Stark screen. Yeah. All right. And we'll hit you, you in the
0: corner. All right. We're going to get a screen for Zoe. We're going to isolate him up on the wing and let him cook.
1: Yeah. <laughs> let him what? <laughs> cook what? Hey, guys. Oh, man. Um, Nick Anderson, if you could set a pick. Uh, let's go pick and roll with Shaq. Shaq, um, obviously you got the ball, so if you want to pass back to Nick, that's fine. But if you want to take your defender one-on-one um, from three, go ahead.
0: Reheat the oven, baby, and let me cook. Let me roast. Once we While get we to half court, court alert, give me the ball. <laughs> but no, for real, it's like – and what's crazy is like I think that's what like Joel Embiid thinks he's doing or like wants to do, yeah. but he's just too fat. He's just too big. It'll never work. Anthony Davis is like – like the model hybrid for like a perfect player in the NBA right now. It's yeah. it's also, I think what Giannis wants to do too, but he just, he can't shoot. So he yeah. can't, he, he can take anybody one-on-one within the, within the arc. But now, you know, if you need Anthony Davis at a three, or if he's semi-open for a three, it's worth it to shoot it. Like he's, he's a respectable three-point shooter. Yeah. Um, which is fucking crazy because yep. in any given, any given game, he can, like you said, he can get ISO himself for a corner three. He can post up on Bam. He can handle the ball somewhat effectively. And then, okay, we'll free. will we'll, we'll focus on him. And then you have like six nine Lebron playing fucking point guard. It's like what what are we supposed to do here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like in, like Ad and Lebron can interchange center and point guard at any time. I, I think can, the most unfair part crazy. is having Lebron
1: as your point guard but also pairing him with A.D., Dwight Howard, and ja- JaVale McGee as the yeah. centers. Dude, yeah. you're just asking for a lob on every yep. possession that yep. can happen. Or like Bro- LeBron will, ca- will uh, rebound the ball mm-hmm. and just like blindly huck it 94 feet to the other end. And there's mm-hmm. Anthony Davis either, either waiting for a, a perfect alley-oop mm-hmm. or just catch one step and
0: fucking yeah. posterize someone. And then you have, if that doesn't work... The Arc is just surrounded by guys like KCP, Danny Green, mm-hmm. Kuzma, and Alex Caruso. I mean, Carlito Kuzma, Miami can't play that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the one thing I thought, I will say the Miami Heat were a very frustrating team to watch in that series. Um, they do have some cool players. I I think I think I'll probably appreciate that once you know the the loss kind of gets further and further, but yeah. I think Bam's a cool player. Yeah, I think I'd say I think Tyler Hero is kind of cool. He's he's a little like snarky, a little wise ass, but he's it, it's cool to see a twenty year old white kid do the stuff he does. Yep, uh, it's motivating for me being a thirty year old white kid to <laughs> you know you know what I mean. Like same me for me being a thirty one year old white guy. Yeah, <laughs> thirty one. That's what I meant. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we were, we went back and forth between titles for the podcast. Two two white guys talking sports was like one a and then i think they were just it was already copyrighted so we couldn't do it but right anyway uh we're lebron fans uh, (laughs) in conclusion but no it's like like i said we talk about all the time and i even talked about it when i was on um shout out Dan bolio and shout out let freedom ring we were both on that podcast recently um go check that out we were talking about sports moments and stuff and it's like we had talked about it briefly he's talking about like jordan and lebron at this point, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume the Lakers win this year. Six rings isn't outrageous anymore to think about. He wins this year. It's four. I can't imagine the Lakers getting any worse. Um, and I really, I think the Clippers are dead. Uh, the only other thing that might jump is if Golden State gets relevant again. And then if like one of the younger teams actually takes a step up there there's a there's it's not crazy to think lebron can't win another two rings and you know say he has like four or five years left playing this level of basketball that's not crazy if he gets to six rings it's a completely i think if he gets to four four or five rings that 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 goat conversation is getting a little closer he's never gonna do what he has to do to get like on the off the court kind of stuff like michael that we saw on on last dance but like, I told Dan, I was like, I, I, I do still consider MJ the GOAT, but I think, in my opinion, LeBron is clearly number two, and I think that gets closer and closer almost every year. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, maybe
1: his athleticism is slightly down, but for, for whatever he's lost there, he's clearly the smartest IQ player in the game. Mm-hmm. Ever. And, and all the players, whether it's his opponents or teammates, always say, like, this guy thinks the game, and he's always two steps ahead, mm-hmm. um, which is nice. It's, it, like, one step would be,
0: would be great in our profession. Certainly.
1: <laughs> two I steps. Would like,
0: Fantastic. <sighs> I, would like, I would like to see him go back to drinking wine, wine on the sideline. I think that was really um, a good move uh, for a number of reasons. It looks cool. Not quite. I'd sure like to see a guy allowed. with his money fix his hair for real. It's too late, I think. Yeah, I think it's too late cuz it's like we know it's not re- legit. Okay, if he doesn't fix
1: his hair, this isn't a big like feet podcast, but have you ever seen mm. his feet?
0: No. I don't think so. Oh, like his bare feet? Oh man. Are they bad? Yeah. I bet I Terrible. bet the majority of pro athletes' feet are.
1: He he's got six toes tall. on one foot, I'm pretty sure. No. No he doesn't. No, no, I'm actually being serious. Shut up. I'm being serious. That would be it, more public, I think. Widely if, known. You might be right, but if you look at the picture, it looks like his like fifth pinky toe on one of his feet is like is like getting jealous really? of the other toes. It's like trying mm. to climb on with the rest of them. It's yeah, really yeah. bizarre. Also look uh, up James Harden's
0: feet, the listeners. Look up James Harden's feet. All right. I remember Antonio Brown's feet. We froze him off. Okay. Oh, that was a tough look. God that's not important for a free agent wide receiver to take care of his feet uh no but anyway i don't even think he needs them. not both of them no selfish um completely selfish no so no one wants to be defeated mm, undefeated (laughs) um but no we'll see i mean i i don't think it's going to be a very fun finals it's going to be pretty quick and then we'll uh we'll debate from there it's a great part about the nba the minute the season ends, the next season begins because the offseason is typically just as exciting as the regular season. Especially
1: I know we're not year. talking football, but it is so nice that football is going to be the thing. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if we get permission from the Tennessee Titans to proceed, yeah. but football is going be
0: to be the thing that like, holds us over until basketball. That's kind of nice. Um, yeah, no, it is cool. Like flipping between uh, NBA conference finals games and the NFL. And then, I mean, Extremely everything else cool. going on. So, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Uh, one, one last quick thing on LeBron, I wanted to mention. Going back to all the stuff this guy's get shitted on about. There's a great, me- not even a meme, just a picture that resurfaced. It was from the 2018 Finals, the the last Cavs Warriors Finals, and it was like the the hype poster. And on one side, it was Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant. <laughs> on the other side, you know what I'm talking about? You saw that one. The I other can side, picture it. It was LeBron James, Kyle Korver, and Tristan Thompson, and it's like I was like, gonna say J.R. <laughs> what the fuck do you expect to happen? And remember, in Game One, he had he had like a fifty-one point triple double, and yeah. they had a chance to win that game. That was the J.R. Smith score uh, time clock game that could have completely turned the tide. Like hundred dude, they win Game because One because the rest of the crazy. games are also close. All right, at least yeah. Game Two was close again too. Yeah, not great. I can't believe he's playing with J.R. Smith again. I can't Did
1: believe I- it. Speaking of pictures, I, I thought it was hilarious. Um, when the pictures came out the other day when they were like celebrating in the locker room, hmm. and I want to say that it was uh, Caruso that had to take the picture because he was the only one that wasn't in it. Yeah, yeah. So people, yep, people were that. pointing that out. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, why the fuck does Caruso have to take that picture? Have JR, have... Um, no respect. Uh, Thanassus and Kumpo, mm-hmm. or yeah. whoever else is on that team take Dick that freak picture junior. who hasn't
0: played. Little Freak yeah. <laughs> super Mini Freak. Super mini freak. No, that, that was that was that was a little disrespectful. That that's one where it's like it's like, all right, like I don't want to bitch about it and be like, you know, do, do I really need to take the picture? But it's like I think I've I think I've earned the right to be in the picture.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: I'm not this ain't this ain't this ain't that old Alex Caruso anymore. Like yeah. put some <laughs> respect on my name, real quick. I'll
1: I'll respect to Scalabrini, but Scalabrini would be in that position, and I'd be
0: like, Yeah, that's fair. He doesn't fucking play. Yeah. I think, though, I think the difference is, well, maybe not. We'd have to ask a, a, a real Laker fan. Like, Scalabrini was easily the worst player on the team, but he was also like a fan favorite. Like, Scal had to be right. in that picture. I don't know if it's the same type of relationship with, with Caruso. And oh, I think Caruso's parents love him. You do? like Like, yeah. Scal in New England? more so because he's athletic. Oh, he's better than Scal. Yeah. That's the thing. So I don't know if that I think I think the worse Scal was like the more people liked him cuz he was just such a goofy character. That's fair. And plus, like, he's no, also no one he's also a part of like he stayed as a Boston like media and person and everything so. Yeah. I don't Caruso know.
1: doesn't get put into like 20 point blowouts and have the chance have the fans chant his name to put up a 3 when they're up like fucking 30 That's points. So embarrassing. That's like that's not great, <laughs> dude. No matter like, where he went, I'm like he went to the Bulls fan. after, and they did
0: that to him too. And he must have been know. like, "Can I, can I just play?" Yeah, you know, uh, like I do this for a living. Like this is how I support my family. I'm Shit, better than everyone
1: joke. that's in this crowd, uh, for sure.
0: <laughs> they do that with Taco now. Yeah, I mean Taco, I can understand. He's a fucking freak named Taco. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's like, Francis Gallobre was just a normal guy. Got drafted. They pay him a salary. It's like, yeah, I if you want me to go in the game, I'm ready to go in the game, but this isn't a fucking, I'm not the halftime show. Like I'm, I'm trying to put up numbers.
1: I think it's my being contract, a pale,
0: I think being a pale redhead didn't help. I can't
1: imagine that that would help. Shout out to Josh Eves. Big listener <clears throat> of the show, by the way. Great. Pale Eves. Hope you listen. Appreciate your support.
0: Yes. We'd appreciate some more financial support. If you want to Venmo us, it's a matter of dollars. Next Still time. waiting but on the uh, cheapskate big time let's move on yeah let's move on to a more organized franchise in the nba a team that really has their head on their shoulders sure um the brooklyn nets Mm. let's get caught up to speed (laughs) i think the last time we talked about the nets was was spencer dinwiddie's bitcoin contract negotiation that is cease. you're leaving out garrett temple Respect. Um, We had a lot of hopes for Garrett Temple, and boy, did he disappoint.
1: I honestly think if somehow, I was going to say if they won the NBA title, but Mm -hmm. if they had had an advance in the playoffs and he had a big role, Garrett Temple
0: would be next on this show as a guest. I bet, I bet, I bet he would. Like, who else would say, who else would DM DM him clips from a podcast like (laughs) praising him? Probably no one. No, no disrespect, but probably no one. I assume you're listening Garrett
1: and he, he's still welcome. And I, I still think we have a chance, but would have been way, way
0: more likely. I don't think either of those things. Um, okay. But anyway, was he, was he a starter? If he wasn't a starter, he was one of of the first guys off the bench. Boy, oh boy. Anyway. Um, so he signed Kyrie Irving. He played a little bit this season. Yeah. Um, they signed Kevin Durant. He didn't play at all this season. Most I recently, well too. did he really? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I want to he say did. he was averaging no, like twenty-five. I remember he had like a couple fifty-point games. Yep. Um, for no, didn't really do any good. But anyway, <laughs> most recently hired Steve Nash as their head coach. Interesting hire. I don't think we really talked about that when that came out like a month or so ago. I didn't even know Steve Nash was looking to coach. I didn't either. Let alone head coach, potentially the most higher, one of the more high-profile rosters going into the next season. Yeah. Uh, That's a weird weird way to say dysfunctional. One of the most dysfunctional rosters going into the next season.
1: Yeah, hence the backlash because you and most of the world was like, when the fuck did that guy say that he was looking to coach?
0: Yeah, and not to go down too much of a thing, but it's been a lot of talk about the lack of, hiring black coaches in the nba mm-hmm. there's plenty of them out there and then steve nash virtually i don't even know if he interviewed i think he just like texted him and said yo you you want to work here my company's hiring <laughs> send us a video s- of... we have a pretty sick recruitment bonus if you can drop my name at the interview and then that's it
1: he just <laughs> yeah instead of a resume he just sent him a picture of his like clipboard like he drop sent a, him drop your best play
0: yeah he mailed him uh a, a, his 2003, 2004 NBA tops basketball card (laughs) and said, here's my headshot and some of my stats from 10, 15 years ago. Um, I hope his headshot was from his days with Dallas when he had like his frosted tips. That was probably the best Steve Nash. He's had some absurd looks. Yeah. The frosted tips, even like during his MVP years, that's when his, he had like, like his Jim Halpert haircut, like by the fourth quarter, his hair would literally be over his face. Trying oh, that's to play a, that's a a nice guard way to of put all it. positions. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's a nice way to put it because I was going to say that was his Kyle Singler days. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, much more similar to Kyle Singler. That, that's disrespectful of Jim Halpert. That, that's yeah. my bad. He's a big, big, big fan of the show. Big supporter. Shout out to John. Um, shout out to Tuna. Yeah. But that, those Suns teams just looked bad. I don't know if we've ever talked about that. That's on definitely towards my bottom list of fire jerseys of all time. Those Phoenix Suns, they're always wicked baggy. They had like the straight cutoff down here, like the orange yep. with the gray sleeves and like the like PHX with like the weird purple like oval around it. <laughs> did, you, did you like those? Probably did. <laughs> no, but are no, you saying that you liked them? No, I hated them. Oh, okay. And I think they just looked like trash too because that was during the era where everything was baggy. Steve Nash looked like shit. He was like very, he just didn't look like a good player um but don't judge a book by its cover but those were just like some slot like Shaq looked like shit playing in those jerseys like on that team I never
1: understood why during like like one of their alternate jerseys too and it may have been during like Spanish heritage night it would always say like the the 105 Suns. what
0: are you talking about wait what are you talking about I was talking about I thought you meant like the low Suns jersey is that what that said are you serious I thought everyone just had 105 on their on their jersey. No, it's Spanish, you idiot, Los Suns. <laughs> but still, those look stupid. There were a few teams that did that. L Heat, I remember. Was it Los good one. Lakers? Oh god. Like, there's some franchise you just can't can't mix it up. El Heat Los I really don't remember Los Lakers, but I believe you. Los Heat Los Suns, I remember. Celtics didn't do anything like that, did they? No. No, the most racist sports town in America. Of course not. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not even sure that they, they still do
1: that night anymore.
0: No, they don't. Or I don't. They, I thought they did it like multiple times during a season. Like I they, remember seeing it all the time. They definitely did. And for multiple seasons. And I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like that could be problematic now. Or someone would complain about it. Oh, someone would complain about it. Someone could complain about anything. It's very easy to find things to complain about. But anyway, we digress uh Kyrie was on was he on KD's show the boardroom yeah durant and quite literally has like three podcasts now he, i know um i only saw the clips like not even the audio clips like the graphics with the word i didn't listen to it i didn't watch it i will say this i do like listening to kevin durant talk um he was on you sent me the one he was on jj Redick's podcast jj if you're listening come on our show um he's, what the I, fuck, dude. I do like listening to Kevin Durant talk. I do too. I think he taught, you know, I think it's because he's close to our age. He's he's a little out there. He's not Kyrie, but he's in, I, I think he's interesting to listen to. Kyrie today just says things. And we talked about this before, but like when he had this thing about the NBA season coming back, and he's like, I, I don't think we should go. I'm gonna form my own league. The earth is flat, blah, 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 etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and then remember people jumped back on the Kyrie bandwagon when it was like the protests and everyone's like, Oh, well this is what Kyrie was talking about. I genuinely don't think it was, but anyway, now I'm back to just thinking this guy's a lunatic or not a lunatic. Just having no, like if, 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 if reading the room was a rating on 2k, like he'd be a zero. Like he, you got to like put a little thought into what you're saying. He basically said today, what he said, he had this, this, another slight at LeBron basically saying like, Correct me if I'm wrong. Basically, this is like the first time I have a teammate like I'm comfortable deferring to, like mm-hmm. to take a shot or like in the fourth quarter. Yeah, talking about Garrett Temple, I assume. Like that's so disrespectful.
1: Very disrespectful.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Garrett Temple is great. Mm-hmm. Um, he could have been talking about Durant. Now that I think about it. But either way, it's like, bro, LeBron fucking carried you for a few years, made you relevant. Uh, I don't even like. I didn't even think of him as by far and away the go-to closer on the Celtics. Like, he was just too much of a nutbag. And then, well, before we get to the other one, what, what were your thoughts on that take? So
1: I, I did find the audio of the clip. Oh, okay. It sounds a little less offensive than it reads. I'll say mm. that. So I'll give him fake the – Fake news. I'll give gets I'll him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, big fake news. <clears throat> um. The thing about the thing about the the quote about like the coach where he said, well, I don't feel like we really have a head coach. I think it's a, almost like a coach by committee. That wasn't his exact words, but he was just like, sometimes it may feel like I'm the coach or sometimes it may feel like KD is the coach. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like you said, it's like you go to his 2K, handles, 95, shooting, 92, self-awareness, <laughs> <Zip> TBD.
0: <up. laughs> NA. Well, Um, okay. actually, now that you say it, it's still not a great thing to say, especially with a first year coach, especially with a team that's done nothing so far. I guess I can see it in a context like, hey, like there might be a scenario where, like you said, like, hey, Kevin might coach us up on a play or I can coach us up. But either way, if you include the verbiage, uh, whatever it was like, you know, we don't have a coach or it was some sort of discredit to Steve Nash. Yeah the same time, Steve Nash is like, what the fuck did this guy do? You know what I mean? It's like, he didn't even give me a chance yet. But mm-hmm. it's going to be an inter- – said this before. It's going to be a super interesting team to watch. I can't wait. Because I think no matter what, they can't be bad. You know, like they can't be – I can't see them being a sub four or five seed in the East unless it truly unravels. But that's – I think that's going to be damn near impossible. When you say East, mm. Eastern Conference – of the National Basketball Association. Whew. All right.
1: Like I said, people can complain about everything these days. So I guess so. <laughs> I wasn't
0: sure where you were headed with that. I laid it out pretty clear. Um, okay. But we'll see. I mean, it'll be a story every night because who knows what Kyrie – literally, who the hell knows what Kyrie's motivation is. Uh, KD, I'm just as sure as – what I do like about KD is he does talk a lot. He says some crazy things, but he – Oftentimes, he falls back on, like, I'm just trying to hoop. Like, I think he's genuinely just a guy who wants to go out and play basketball, get respect, win rings, clearly, whatever. Um, So we'll see. I did see another post. Did you see this? I think I saw them hint. speaking of jerseys, bringing back for some games, those like, I think they're like the 90s jerseys, like with the blue and like the red Nets lettering. Like the Ooh. Kenny Anderson jerseys, those are those are dope. Ooh. I'll find it. I, I saw it. It was on like Complex or something like that. So it was on a real source. Those would look fire. Hell yeah! And I do like the Brooklyn jerseys. I like the the bougie sweat, the koozie sweater Brooklyn jerseys. That that will be a dope team. Like that that is going to be a badass team if Steve Nash of all people can can keep them together. But I don't know. We'll oh see. wait, yes,
1: there was that other development where they finally admitted to. Um, that they like came up with this plan in that video over the all-star break where they were talking in the locker room or they were, they were talking in the hallway and everyone was speculating. Like, like one of them was even fucking making the, the hand gesture like two as in, Hey man, two max spots in Brooklyn next year. And then they came out and denied that story for the longest time. And Kyrie was like, man, that's why I don't get caught up with the media. they They turn it, they turn like uh. They make a mountain out of a molehill, and that's why I don't mess with this stuff. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, Durant just admitted that's exactly what happened. Did he did that today?
0: He admitted yeah. that today.
1: I think it was in that same podcast.
0: That's kind of fucked up. Like, like why? Like a why would you admit that? And B, I I don't know. Like Kevin Durant talks all the time, every interviews on about being people thought he was going to go to the Knicks and every time he's like, no, like I never was going to go to the Knicks. Like why would people think that? Because you made it seem like you might go to the Knicks. <laughs> like that was like the story on every, everything. Like you talked about taking meetings with the Knicks. You never denied it. It's just, it's just silly. It's like, I don't know. It's like, that's why I think like the NBA offseason is fun, but these players, I think eat it up. Like they know what they're doing. Like they're, they're putting on a show
1: if Celtics fans are still listening to us right now, hopefully everyone remembers that game. I think it was, I know who it was against. It was against the Rockets. It was a weekend game. So I want to say that like, that's another reason why it caught more attention, but Kyrie was walking into the building
0: uh-huh. and they showed
1: him, you know, in his street clothes yeah, I remember and that. he was mouthing the words sick of this bullshit. It was Saturday. It's a Saturday night game. Yeah. Um, I do remember that. And everyone was like, Oh, awesome. thanks. <laughs> thanks Kai. Yeah. Um, Looking forward to watching you tonight.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Then it was like, was that before or after he made his like little half court announcement about coming back next season? That was after. If we'll have him. This was well into like the. Oh boy, he hates us. Yeah. Yeah. The falling out. That was an, that, those were really uncomfortable times. Those weren't fun. That felt like. I, don't I didn't know, know who I wanted like, to win. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if Brady I want to watch the Patriots this a little bit. I think he was. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good comparison. This guy fucking hates it here. <laughs> yeah, just
1: putting down the other players that was, yeah. Or at least not being supportive. Brady wouldn't just like completely shit on people. Kyrie would always try to sound like a, like a father figure, and, and he is a smart guy, but I yeah. think sometimes he gets caught up in his own brain where I want to say his mm. brain just works faster than, than the words that come out of his mouth. And then he just ends up word vomiting on you and nothing makes sense.
0: I certainly wouldn't want to get caught up in Kyrie Irving's brain. I don't know how I would get out. That'd be like a Black Mirror episode or like American Horror Story. But uh, I don't know. He's talking. They're talking. We'll see. It'll be fun. Uh, Anything else on the National Basketball Association before we transition? A couple other things.
1: Hmm. I thought that I had another thing about about Kyrie and, and KD, but... Um, oh, last thing. Mm. I just don't understand necessarily why they picked Steve Nash because most of the time in that situation, from what we're told, the star mm-hmm. players dictate um, what happens in the league, Yeah. whether it's like player transactions or coaches. So how the fuck did they choose Steve Nash, a white mm. guy, yeah. especially when there's like, you know, there is so much attention on – um the lack of exposure for black coaches yeah. and the lack yeah, of vol- candidates.
0: There yeah. are viable African-American candidates.
1: Jacques Vaughn is right there on the team. And um, <laughs> I don't, I can't remember if he like coached them last year after Kenny Atkinson or whatever. Uh, Who's their fired. coach this year? That, that's what I'm
0: saying. I th- I think it was him. He filled in for um, Ken. What, who was their coach? Goni- yeah. Atkinson? Kenny Atkinson. Was he so white like or black? Jacques Vaughn? No, no. The Kenny Atkinson guy. He's white. And then, he looks like Quinn Snyder, very white. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Very white. And then, <laughs> um, and then the interim head coach was black. Yeah, former gotcha. player, too. Gotcha, so it's gotcha, like
1: gotcha. you would think that he kind of had an in with the team there. So that's why right. I don't understand. Well, then why would you hire Steve Nash, who doesn't have coaching experience, um, unless the two guys really wanted him? So I was okay. like, that's got to be it. Yeah, it's got, He worked – he did work for the warriors as some sort of consultant. Um, So there's pictures of him being on the court pregame with the warriors, like during the Durant years. And so I, yeah. Okay. And so I could understand like Durant wanting him there. And I was like, Oh, well maybe then Kyrie also wanted him there. But now I'm thinking, what if it's, what if this is the first step in their fucking disagreement, which is that Durant wanted him, Kyrie didn't. And the organization
0: just went with the better player's choice. So who the fuck knows? Right, right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would assume two high profile guys like that would have a, not maybe not a say in the hiring, but kept in the loop with what's going on. Like who yeah, we're interviewing, time. who we're serious about. What do you guys think? I, I, I mean, I agree. I thought they probably were in it too because, you know, Kyrie Irving's a point guard, so it's like, hey, maybe Steve Nash is a good fit for you, you and come in, you yeah, can good teach call. you a little bit. Um but i don't know who who the fuck knows man i mean and again that's not a discredit to steve nash they hired him for a reason hopefully it was for a real reason um <laughs> and it shouldn't you know what i mean it shouldn't be like okay like we sh- we need to hire a black coach because that's what we should do now no not necessarily but you know what it, it is like a it's a telling stat when you look at the percentage especially you know nfls even worse i think Mike Tomlin's the only name that stands out to me. It's Mike Tomlin and um, Anthony Lynn. Yep. If he's still there, Todd Bowles got fired. Dennis green got fired, then died. Not his fault. Um, <laughs> oh, the kid, uh, the guy from the Patriots too, uh, Brian Flores, he's black, yep. but, but anyway, it's like, it's, it's something that is, since people are talking about it, it's obviously somewhat relevant. So, i don't know we'll see and then um actually speaking of black coaches it looks like doc rivers is going to the sixers too as of like that's tonight. another thing i don't understand part of the reason <laughs> that Kawhi went there
1: was supposedly because he wanted to play for doc rivers because he thought doc was a players coach obviously yeah. being in la but that was a, a lot of the reason why he yeah. pretty much sat out on the spurs um yep. a couple seasons ago was because he didn't get along with with popovich uh, anymore yeah. and i don't think that he was a huge fan of how how Pop treated everyone equally, whether you were a star or whether you were the last <laughs> guy off the bench. An and um, and I think same for, for um, Paul George. I think Doc Rivers <laughs> maybe Paul George wanted to go there to, a too. Too uh, close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk about mi- mixing business with
0: pleasure. Talk about yeah mixing all sorts of things that shouldn't be mixed. But no, I thought I thought to your point, Doc Rivers was a great fit for that team. Mm-hmm. uh maybe not i heard something interesting today i don't know if it was, it was on some radio show i think it was on fox so it might either been the herd or something else but i thought this was an interesting angle so member paul george came out and was after the season and was like basically said something along the lines of like we never considered this like a a, a championship or bus type of season you know what I'm talking about? You're going to yeah. say that? Okay. And then I think it was Colin Cowherd, actually. He's like, okay, from Steve Ballmer's perspective, he's like, all right, I just dropped all this money on this team, a new stadium, a new – not a new coach, but new players. Uh, was the messaging – was I not clear that this was a win championship or bus season? <laughs> I think there was some lost. The messaging might've been lost in translation between head coach to Paul George because yes, Paul, we, I would have preferred to win a championship this year. I, hey, shout out to whoever's listening. I certainly would have paid for it and I did pay for it. And boy, did they not deliver. So I don't know if, if that had something to do with it too, but it all depends who they hire. You know what I mean? It's going to be, that's got to be one of the more high pressure jobs going into next year coach of the Clippers, taking over that shit, feeling, taking over for Doc Rivers on a season which has to be championship expectations after that shit show. So that'll mm-hmm. be an interesting storyline too. Dude, try to apply that level of thinking um, to
1: like any job. I know that we're going to touch on this in a moment, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. apply that level of like, like oh, you just got hired and you get to the end of year review and, and your, your boss is like, Yeah, I mean, you know, we're going to have to list you as um, whatever they they usually do, like uh, performing, Yeah, I don't know, average, and then underperforming. Mm -hmm. And you you come in at like above average and your your manager's like, yeah, I mean, you you had a good year, but uh, we certainly would have liked to seen you take some steps over these past 12 months to hit goal more consistently and by a higher margin. And you just tell your boss like, yeah, I mean, when you hired me, I didn't think it was really, I didn't think that's what you had in mind for me. Like I thought, I sort thought you'd of be happy of with, kind of guy. yeah, I thought you'd be happy with good, but not necessarily great. I didn't realize yeah. I didn't realize I had to be great immediately. Like, geez, yeah. fucking back off. Yep.
0: Uh, unfortunately, I think it happens all the time, all around mm-hmm. this great country. That's an outstanding segue. You mentioned earlier, as much as we praise the NBA bubble handling COVID-19, the NFL has done a pretty good job so far. Unfortunately, we ran into our first outbreak. Jesus, bug in here. First outbreak of the season, courtesy of none other than Clay Travis's Tennessee Titans. <laughs> Mr. Corona Bros himself. <laughs> There was an outbreak. I think this was as early as like Monday. So this must have been like right when they got on the plane leaving the Vikings game. Like, let's pass around some tests. Let's do our thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, you're coming back positive. Spread, personnel, players, whatever. And this is obviously it's not funny, but I thought it was interesting. The story I read on ESPN was, all right, you know, Titans players tested positive. We don't know if they're going to play next week. They're going to close down the facilities and work from home for the next few days, possibly throughout the week. And I guess I get it. I just think that's – I'm going to be perfectly honest. I've never coached in the NFL. It's got to be hard to run a full full pads, full conduct practice while working remotely. I can only imagine. How do you break up a fight? How do you snap the ball? How do you fucking – I don't know. Like I tweeted earlier, I was like, all right. All right, guys, we're going to have Oklahoma drills at 1230. Uh, offensive line and defensive line individuals are 130. Uh, zoom invite to follow. Try not to be late. Have you ever been in a, uh, an online pig pile? <laughs> no, I haven't. Mm. Not recently. Not voluntarily. But uh, uh, That's, that's for the I, other I, show. I think their game Sunday was officially postponed. Or I know it is. Yeah. So that's not a great sign now guys on the Steelers are pissed um somehow the Vikings who they played Sunday last I heard today was they had no positive tests which I find a I find that hard to believe that means I, like everyone caught COVID-19 after the game like no one had it on the field because how do you not catch how do you, what's the difference between Titans players catching it from each other and the team they're facing on the field yeah that doesn't make any sense it, it's it's got to be unless it was literally the only players who were positive were not on the field or it's it, like, it started with a personnel guy like a fucking like towel boy. And he spread it like on the bus or the plane or something. But I've said it before, man, I found it very hard to believe that there wasn't a, there was like one guy in the Falcons besides that there wasn't a single real positive case through the first three weeks. That seems very, very hard to believe. Would you agree? Especially not being in a bubble. Like I don't know how the fuck they're doing it. I don't either. Like if this virus is as contagious and whatever fast spreading as they make it sound, those two those two things just don't add up. I find it very, very hard to believe because there's so many people on each team. Players, personnel, people in the locker room, you know what I mean? People just around the facility. That times 30 with traveling. 15 teams traveling every week. I found that very hard to believe. Um, and now it's like, now they're really cracking down on coaches wearing masks and this and that. But anyway, we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, you know, it's not a, cause it's the same thing happened in baseball. The Marlins were the first team to like have a big outbreak. Now they're in the playoffs. Um, but, but we'll see. I mean, hopefully, it I don't know, urges players to take a little more seriously and do what they have to do. But it made me think, made me think long and hard about work from home in general and kind of how that's just part of our life now. Mm-hmm. Boy, one of the last occupations I thought would ever go work from home is an NFL football team. Before I, and we put it on the Instagram poll and got some some terrific responses. Any jobs that jump out to you that you think would be interesting if it was deemed work from home here on out? i got a few okay i got a few uh let me pull this up
1: um <laughs> a security guard damn near impossible i'm not sure how you would do that like imagine being a bank security guard and they're like yeah you can do this from uh your desk just make hey make sure to stay logged in mm-hmm. we're watching mm-hmm. but no uh, funny business no if anyone tries to get in or tries to get into the back vault, you know what to do. I'd be like,
0: I don't know. Okay. I, cer- <laughs> I certainly do not know
1: what I did, to- what I'm supposed to do. Well,
0: figure it out. Cause there's no excuses. um, No excuses whatsoever. Mailman. <laughs> Damn near impossible. There's enough controversy around the U S postal service nowadays. Certainly Seriously. don't need those guys working from home. I know <laughs> one guy who would have a big problem with that. Oh God. Big problem. About,
1: uh... boy
0: yeah november 3rd no no one would be working
1: from home on november 3rd i
0: know that much get your ass out of bed and get in the office today of all days (laughs) no excuses absolutely no excuses maybe even more importantly to that point the people who maintain the physical post office public drop-off locations those guys i need you at attention strapped ready to defend Defend. big time certain people might might want that might care a little bit more about that those
1: guys are in the trenches <laughs> certainly are the male
0: trenches next one another
1: type of guard mm-hmm. crossing guard
0: show me someone who can do that remotely not safely not effectively no if i'm crossing the street I, i'll be honest like i don't know how much those people get paid but I don't know about you, I feel a hell of a lot safer crossing the street when I know there's a, a licensed professional crossing guard doing his or her thing, right directly in the middle, hands up. Those four-way stops, they have their hands full with those four-way stops. Thank God. God forbid those traffic lights go down. It's, it's Armageddon if, if you don't have those guys out there doing their thing. God bless the crossing guards. I was going to ask... Can you picture a crossing guard in any situation
1: besides a school zone though? Okay. Besides a school zone and like a big city, where else do you typically see a crossing guard? I was trying to think of that today. I don't know, but besides, oh, and, and also besides the crossing guard, like weekly conventions that you go to.
0: Yeah. And we, we talk about this a lot. Um, It's, it's crossing guards anonymous. So I'm really not supposed to talk about it out in public to non-members, but it's okay. About crossing the line. Um, yeah. I thought you were going to say if originally cross dressers, but I suppose you can do that anywhere. That's the beauty of the occupation. <laughs> um, That's why now, it's such a booming industry. Yeah. Now crossing guards, they're efficient with their time. You know, they're where, they're where you need them. School zones, airports, busy streets. Um, but I, I would, I would, I would encourage some more volunteer crossing guards. Just, helping out where they need to be throw on the vest, get your whistle ready. If you see traffic heavier than usual, you might have to intervene. Yeah. With your point. Can't do that behind a zoom screen. Nope. You definitely better have good arms too. Good arms and good um, endurance. Two of them. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, (laughs) I wonder if crossing guards are like, like retail workers, like, like a nice like saturday afternoon the store's dead you can kind of slack off shoot the shit but then like you see a rush of customers it's like oh fuck all right so i'm wondering if crossing guards get pissed when they see like a group of like 40 kids who all happen to come to cross the street at once and it's like all right you gotta do a quick stretch like you might have your arms out there for minutes at a time oh yeah
1: i think i think that they get kind of pumped they're like a good crossing
0: guard does yeah. Someone who takes their job seriously and respects the occupation. Yes, I agree.
1: Imagine they see a, a group of kids approaching. Kids are about to um, about to get get to the light, and the crossing guard's like, "Whoa, whoa wait, wait, whoa, hold up! Don't even think about pushing that button. No need here. I got it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this one's on the house. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing like um, like those things going around. Jimmy Butler just had one, and LeBron had one earlier in the playoffs. Like the cross, the kids coming up and the crossing guard getting in the zone, just sitting on the bench, just like, all right. It. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, so, I just noticed something. Hits the extra button on the vest. Gives gives the, the traffic coming, not, a, not an official stop, but a, a warning. And a, a, oh, a yeah. glare. Hey, I'm coming. You're stopping. Mm-hmm. I'm coming. You're stopping. They're crossing. And that's it. We both know what's going to happen here. Let's, let's let's not handle this difficult like for anyone yep. Yeah. Let me do what I do best. You do what you do best. And God damn it. Let's get these kids across the street. That's a <laughs> Dude, imagine you and you and I both have some sales
1: backgrounds. So, imagine if a crossing guard had, <laughs> had a quota. First of all, <laughs> end of the month quota. <laughs> and then two, you know, one of the things that, that I've heard in a lot of jobs is like when you get to the end of a sale or a transaction, mm-hmm. the one thing you can't forget
0: is ask for referrals. Absolutely. <laughs> That's how you grow the book. So a couple things there. I'm thinking as far as end of the month quota goes, they'd be like persuading people to like cross the street who otherwise like weren't planning on it. Like a family, like at a picnic table, like enjoying their meal, their ice cream <laughs> and the crossing guard just being like, Hey, like. Have you seen across the street? Um, they, I, they just came by and brushed it off. There's, there's you know, there's things happening over there. Mm-hmm. Why, don't we, why don't we go check it out? I got this one. Come on. Help get them across. They have like a little <laughs> clicker they have to keep track of, like everyone coming in. Listen, and I, I've families it's like, hey, like if, you all day today. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's a, there's a lot of cool things happening on the other side of the street. Hey, if you have five minutes, I'd love to, I'd love to sit down and tell you all about it. What do you say? And then... You know, it's, it's a numbers game. You know, we know mm-hmm. sales. You just, the more people you ask, the, the more opportunity you have, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta close. You've got to close in this game. <laughs> if you're not closing, you're losing. And then once they cross, Hey, if you enjoyed your experience today, I'd encourage you to write down five, five or six friends <laughs> or family members who you think might want to cross the street sometime soon. I'd love to help them out. What do you say? His business uh, card is just the street address. <laughs> is the business card with the latitude, longitude of the corner. Of the <laughs> oh, man. Imagine being a substitute crossing card. I bet they're out there. Like, just getting the call. Like, hey, fucking Wally, Wally called out sick. Can you go hit up the corner of third and Smith uh, from 7 a.m. to 7.15 today for third grade cross? <sighs> yep. Yep this is my he's like getting ready in the mirror like talking to his dog all right this is it <laughs> yeah for, for some reason putting on for. a shirt and tie <laughs> yeah. and then throwing on his reflector shield so hey honestly no disrespect shout out crossing guards yeah. um
1: dude growing up from
0: home i don't know how it would work wouldn't be as safe growing up when i real
1: quick and i i only mm. have uh i think i have one more That's thing. Fine. <clears throat> um I think it was in elementary school. I lived pretty close to the school, so my mom would just walk me to school. The crossing guard, shout out to him. There's no way this man is alive. He was old back then, so okay. I would assume he's older now. I'll be respectful. Okay. Yeah. Um, Was the nicest guy, like, gave me a hug every single day. I'm not making this up. I think, I don't know if he was trying to hit on my mom, maybe. Who the fuck knows? But <laughs> this guy was the nicest, like, santa claus type guy just kind of jolly exactly what you would picture out of just an old man who's who's doing this like he, he must have been semi-retired at that point um, yeah it's typically not someone's full-time job <laughs> no <laughs> but anyways shout out to his name is stanley shout out to stanley i don't know your last name but um if you have any family family members listening um we'll send him a t-shirt yeah just hit our hit our dms uh yeah no, it's it's a lost
0: art. It's it's an art form,
1: really. Sure um, it is. It's like the mid-range game. People don't do it
0: enough. Sleep on it. But if you do it right, you do it right. Yeah. <laughs> um. This kind of sucks. So I just realized, um, since it's been over 24 hours since that Instagram story, the responses didn't save. So, from what I can remember, at least, um, we had a few people reach out. Not sure if we should mention anyone by name for whatever reason, but. What did we talk about? Oh, actually we talked about the debate first and uh, I really don't want to go on a tangent about the debate. We don't really do that shit here, but um, I had the question of who would be a better moderator for the debate coming up because guy did fine. I thought he was a little over his head at some points. (laughs) We got some pretty common answers. A lot of people say Joe Rogan. Okay. It's fine. Um, I'm just, I don't give a shit. I'm going to shout him out because he's he's, a, he's an employee and he's a big part of the show. So our super yeah, producer, Brian Leahy, helped us out with a few responses. Mm-hmm. He had some good ideas. Um, his first idea was soapy. I assume he needs to, <laughs> unless he knows another one. I would like to watch you moderate a debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Oh,
1: man. I would be... Um...
0: Uh, and by the way like
1: i didn't know any of these answers for the listeners because god damn i'm so pissed dude i might be able to find them but
0: i remember the good ones
1: yeah so so this is the first time i'm hearing of these my first reaction to that is man i would dude i get so stressed out when people are yelling in front of me i fucking hate that it is yeah like what i'd be throwing cheetos at at trump and fucking (laughs) hearing aid at biden just piles of both near me yeah that like that's I think that's how I'd get them to shut up
0: I think they'd both like that as well Um, that's That's true that might be a reward more than a punishment I remember a couple other responses someone threw Dave Chappelle out that would be entertaining
1: oh god white person
0: voice much better that character moderating the debate (laughs) Chuck was it Chuck Jones Chuck Taylor I think so yeah great great character Um, that stupid wig yeah (laughs) (laughs) The one from Trading Spouses and uh, and the the news anchor from the Reparations skit, which is an all-time great skit. Someone else threw out Michael Scott, which would be entertaining. Um, And then I think that was the best one for those ones. The other one I asked or put out there was like we were just talking about work-from-home jobs that might not work. I think someone else said actually a crossing guard. Or no, someone said said a toll booth operator, which would be (laughs) similar, almost similar to the bank security guard, which would be incredibly frustrating because you know what I mean? It's like, it's almost like on the honor system. Like it's just a computer there reminding, hey, like just put a dollar in the basket and I'll I'll let you through. Yeah, I think most people would do it, but there's going to be those rascals who either flip the guy off or... Yeah. flip a milkshake at the screen or <laughs> I was going to say they throw like a bowling ball instead of three quarters. Yeah. Oh, do you remember the days like with the actual bucket you would throw change in <laughs> at a toll booth? Have
1: they gotten rid of that though?
0: Oh hell. Oh God. Yeah. They yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like 15 years ago.
1: This is going to sound mean. I know I've said this to you before and I still yeah, think it's funny. It's, funny. Up, it it's funny. it's fucked up. It's similar to your April fool's day jokes. It's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious. Shout out to all my toll booth working friends. I wouldn't do this. Mm. But if I saw a video on like fucking world star, it was someone pulling up to one of those old style toll booths and they just throw like a hot coffee or (laughs) like, or like they they take a roll of quarters and throw it right at the the employee. That's assault. That's mean. There
0: is some humor in that. (laughs) That's not much different than a drive by. Would you do that to a crossing guard? <laughs> no. Hell no. That guy's Stanley? Yeah. Then what's the fucking difference? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stanley, Stanley earned his stripes. I know him personally. Jeez I don't know. I don't know. You know you pay those guys' salary. Your tax I dollars. I do. You That's even more tax. reason. Here, take this coffee. You need it. Don't sass me they, next I, time I drive through here. They actually get paid surprisingly well. I remember hearing that. Everything, Everything that we've talked about get, does between them and the postal service. Yeah, any What's sort a of government like job. Yeah, yeah. Um, that. Oh, was I one. had one. Good. Um,
0: a teacher at a school for the blind. Yeah, very tough. That. Hey, I would assume teaching blind kids is hard enough. <laughs> Having to do it over video conference. Damn near impossible. <laughs> <laughs> who knows who the fuck knows how do you uh god forbid like <laughs> one of the students can't find their unmute button or like turn the volume up you're gonna miss the entire lecture oh man that would ruin the whole class for everyone a pro would be you literally can like wear whatever you want as a teacher <laughs> do whatever you want mm, that's true the, the the negative would be everything else (laughs) outside of that um it's similar to like when we talked about like i love i i like this podcast i think we're doing a lot of good things i wouldn't recommend it for someone who's deaf like they're you know what i mean like they're just not going to get the Mm -mm. most out of it no sorry that's why we do the youtube now i wouldn't recommend it
1: for someone who hates two white guys Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm.
0: do not enter do not enter. Cease and assist. Uh, the other one, I think OG are from Brian. Shout out Brian, another Brian, OG sneaker nerd. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, this. man. Great dude. Um, go 20, back and listen can't to be a day over though. 25, by the way. Nah, hell no. I think he threw out strippers, which is great, but I think that just would be downgraded to like webcam girls. <laughs> at that Oh, location, yeah. Or something they, like that. They That's they basically be, a stripper who works from home.
1: Yeah, that that's a lucrative like, I've heard. If anything, that's a, a preferred
0: way to do it. Some some would say yeah. easier. So again, some would say. Um, some people just like that good old fashioned up close and personal. <laughs> shout out! Shout out! Magic City. <laughs> shout out, Tyler. I am. I was outside. gonna
1: say some people like to get um, the ink under their fingernails, but yeah, I know
0: it's not ink at a strip club. Yep, we'll yep. leave it at that. Some people do everything on their phone. Some people are good old fashioned pen and paper. <laughs> can't, can't knock them. Can't knock the hustle. This is really, really irritating me, but this is a learning experience for next time. I'll have to screenshot the answers. Yes. Um, I don't remember what the third question is I asked. I can't remember
1: either, but while you try to remember, I have one final one. Good. Brain surgeon.
0: Okay. A couple things. Yes. Obviously. But I will say, in all seriousness, one of the silver linings is, I don't know if you've done it, but... Brain surgery? No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Not brain surgery. Just like visiting your doctor or like going to the doctor in general, you can do a lot of it over Zoom and like telemedicine. It is rather frustrating, but um, surgery, I would, I'm old-fashioned. I would prefer to get a, get a set of hands on me. And, and yeah. In the old-fashioned way, open-heart surgery—I couldn't imagine it.
1: I like, also, it's just
0: the doctor on Zoom instructing you how to do it <laughs> from your house. They mail you—they mail you an anesthetic, a local anesthesia—and he's like, "All right, like let's let's get our let's get our caps on, um, gloves, grab a sca- ask for a scalpel, yeah. Start you know start with a small incision, <laughs> and then go from there." I, think that, I feel like that's a scene out of, like, an action movie or something. Like, or, like, so it's mostly, I, like, detonating sh- a bomb, like, over yeah. the Zoom. Like, hey, like, do this. Brain surgery would be tough. There's, so, two things. I don't know. Two if, things. If, real quick, if, if anyone's listening who's done a DIY brain surgery, we'd love, to, we'd love to hear more about it.
1: Yeah, if we know any brain surgeons, mm. get in the DMs. It's like a book like brain
0: surgery for dummies. <laughs> like a textbook just walking you through it. <laughs> like a Home Depot, like brain surgery and one one, two, three easy steps. <laughs> there,
1: there's really so my response to that is there's really only one only one major flaw that I can think of with the whole like doing it over Zoom, which yeah. happened to me. Hmm. Um <clears throat> so I made an appointment to get a physical. Hmm. Um and I was told, you know, the usual uh like feel, feel around your throat, make sure there's no lumps, taking a deep breath, breathe in, breathe out, you know, do it kind of slow. Um, they gave me the, the Taylor hammer to test my reflexes on my knee. And then, uh, then we get to the end and it was the old, you know, it was the the grand finale, the old turn and cough. Certainly. And I was, I was more than happy to um, uh, oblige. And I found out that someone had hacked the zoom call. So it wasn't even my doctor. He's, Oh jeez.
0: Right. That's just malpractice to say the least. Yes. <laughs> We're talking about practice. <laughs> My goodness. We're talking about malpractice. Shout out AI. Ser- scary world. I indeed I wouldn't be surprised if one day like there's hands off like surgeries. Like either with robots. Yeah. Like, think about that. Like if it gets to the point where you can scan a patient, see exactly what they need and you can program like an AI robot to perform and sequence exactly the right thing to do a successful surgery, that would be sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's because, well, I don't know if that'd be sick. That'd probably be terrible, but, but it sounds like something that I could see happening within the next 50 years. Which lines right up when I'm an old man and may need that surgery. So that would be kind of frightening. Um, Imagine being delivered bad news by a robot.
1: Yeah, like a completely compassionateless it just robot. Like, it
0: just like rolls out into the waiting room. Your family is dead. <laughs> it just backs up. <laughs> uh, okay, Ch- thanks, robot. <laughs> That's he didn't.
1: He didn't make it. Check out this way.
0: It just (laughs) prints out a bill. It just shoots it out too. And it just has like a credit card slot that starts flashing like green. (laughs) Oh no. That that would just be the end of modern medicine as we know it. I wish Ari was here, an actual medical professional to win. But Mm -hmm. I hope that's not the case. Call me crazy. I like... I like getting my physicals physically, not virtually. (laughs) No. I'm old school. I don't like virtuals. Nah, not a big virtual physical guy. But let's, uh, let's wrap up here, running a little late. So in conclusion, RIP Celtics, we're LeBron guys. Yep. Front of that bandwagon. Love it here. Kyrie's still crazy. Steve Nash can't be feeling great about his new job. Imagine coming home your first day from a new job. (laughs) You walk in your husband or wife. All right. So I know you're a little nervous today. How'd it go? Not bad. None of my employees seem to think I mean anything, but Mm -hmm. besides that, not bad. Oh yeah. Besides the fact that my two best players think I'm fucking useless. Not bad. (laughs) So we'll see. And the thing is, I think Steve Nash could be a good coach. Like I think he'd be a great coach. It, it, I will say this doesn't make you feel like old as shit. Like seeing like these players we watched in their prime now coaching. Yep. This is like the equivalent of like watching Phil Jackson, like playing for the Knicks, like in the Mm sixties, like this stinks. Like this is not a great feeling. Seeing, seeing guys that are the best players in their league
1: or in their sport be like five to 10 year to 10 years younger than us. Yeah,
0: that's that's it's a not tough great. look. That Tyler Hero stat was tough to read. First player born in 2000 to play in the playoffs. That was a tough pill to swallow. But think about it. Like, remember, like watching sports, literally any time. Phil Jackson, Doc Rivers, uh, whatever. You don't even most people don't even know these guys were players. You certainly don't remember that watching them as players. Now it's like. There's going to be kids watching this. Well, I guess Steve Nash is a high profile, but someone like, like Ty Lue, for example, kids mm-hmm. are going to watch Ty Lue and be like, "Oh shit!" Like I didn't know Ty Lue played in the league. Like when did he play back in like the fucking seventies? Yeah. It's like, nah, he, he played like 20 years ago when I was watching him play. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like I sent you that Chappelle skit, not skit, stand up. One of his newer ones is phenomenal. When he's talking about like when he takes his son to, to see Kevin Hart mm-hmm. at like the concert. And he like knocks on Kevin Hart's dressing room door and like the security guard answers. He's like, Hey Dave, like, man, what are you, what are you doing around? That's a rough area, man. Yeah. Thanks. I live here. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) it's like, yeah, thanks. I know. I, I I watched this shit. He's not that old. Um, But that's going to be a crazy, like next generation, like seeing players from our prime being head coaches in the NBA. And I get it. Steve Young's relatively young. Steve Young. Steve Nash is relatively young. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see like, we can do a different segment on this, but who those players are who are going to be coaches. Cause it's, it's rare. It's like, like elite players go on to coach for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Steve Nash is probably the best player. Who's a coach I can think of like in recent time, Doc Rivers, maybe uh well if you count Larry Bird I guess but he he wasn't known for being a coach like Doc Rivers is known for being a coach Luke Luke Walton (laughs) that's a crazy one because I remember him I felt like he played like 10 years ago Mm -hmm. he was a very young head coach Jason Kidd maybe if he pans out um that's pretty much it Abdel Nader he'll be a great coach I could see him like stepping into a more like commissioner like leadership type position with the with the NBA He'd be be better.
1: He'd be better as a coach bus than a coach. He'd be more likely to turn himself into a vehicle than be a good head basketball coach. I'll put that on the poll.
0: That's a phenomenal question. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal question. We'll let the people, Oh, that's what it was. We don't have really time to get into it. But the other question was what are other jobs that should be decided by a public vote besides like the presidency? Some were like, I think some assholes like podcast hosts. It's like, all right, fuck off. One was like, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. One was like a referee for like a big game, which I think is fair. Um, I really think like any job you could do that. Like you talked earlier, actually. That's how, that's why I remember wife. <laughs> yeah. You just put, you just put two people online and let people go on and vote. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Like head coaches in the NBA. What if it was just like, all right, like we have three candidates. We're going to let the people of Boston vote on who's going to be our next coach. That'd be sick. It might not be the best way to do it. Most qualified way to do it, but at least, you know, you're pleasing the people. Yeah. They're like rat, like Brad Stevens rallies, like outside of the the (laughs) garden. And then it comes down to a debate. Um, Brad Stevens and I don't know, Avery Johnson (laughs) at at a debate to, to see who gets the job. That'd be fun but uh anyway i i might try and find i'm sure there's a way to go in my archive and find it but anyway let's log off here episode 47 thank you guys for sticking with us and got some good stuff next week got got some some friends of the program and some i think some bigger name guests next week so that should be a lot of fun yeah definitely looking forward to it all right see you guys next time peace peace we out of here baby we out of here baby we out of here baby Boy,
1: I got a hundred climbing, baby. Yeah, life of a dawn, lights keep blowing. Coming in the club with that fresh shit on with something crazy on my own. Uh-uh-uh. And here's another hit, Barry Fong.